All right, good morning. This is the Patriot Trading News Hour. I am your solo host at the moment, Jason. I, th- I think my co-host Brian might be coming along somewhere during the show, but right now you got just Jason. Joe uh, needed a day. He's going to see his son in college, and I will be running at the Patriot Trading News Hour. I will also be going solo or with Brian on the Half Empty Cup of Joe at 1360 KHNC. You can also there in Arizona go to 1360KHNC.com to flip over there at 10 o'clock Colorado time. I think it would be 9 o'clock Arizona time to, uh, to, to, to hear some, some uh, interesting stuff that we're, I'm going to run today. Uh, gold down a little bit today uh, and silver uh, kind of flat. Uh, I am going to have a couple specials. I'm actually going to put them on really quick. Joe usually holds back for a little while. I've got some content that I want to run. Um, you know, we, we do these shows and we talk about central bankers and, and Joe on his show likes to run uh, numbers. You know, he sees the economy, he sees the numbers, uh, whether they be fake, faulty numbers or not. It's the, it's the only indicators we got to see what's getting ready to happen the here and now. And a lot of times we talk uh, on my show uh, that it used to be the uh, the Colorado Front Range News Hour, which we we, we kind of changed the format a little bit. It's called Fake and the Truth. And uh, Brian and I, we talk about a little bit more of the historical aspects of it and the social aspects of uh, what happens when these guys are stealing from us, these central bankers, the, the elite, the Illuminati, these these people that we, that these unnamed people. And uh, when I get the chance once in a while, uh, and, uh, I'd like to put a little history about what, what who are some of these guys? What, what, where did they come from? And we have some names, and people talk about the Rothschilds. Well, I'm gonna, I got some content. I'm gonna run. I got, you know, it's gonna be. Uh, I'm gonna play quite a bit of it during the the course of this show about the Rothschilds. You know, the 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 biggest banking cartel uh, family of of them all. At least as far as uh, uh, we little people here know of. You know, there's the Roth, there's the uh, Rockefellers and the J.P. Morgans and the Carlisles and the Vanderbilts and on and on and on. You got all these elitist families. Uh, I'm going to focus in. Uh, I got I got a clip. I'm going to play. Uh, this guy's uh, real smart. His name is Ewar. He's uh, he's on the internet. Stuff stuff I listen to. But he's going to talk about the Rothschilds, the symbolisms, symbols that we use. That, you know, the, the history of how things uh, that we uh, assume to be true nowadays is is has changed over time. How the Rothschilds gained their power. So it's going to be it's going to be some interesting listening for sure. Uh, <clears throat> with gold down, and gold was down about twenty bucks earlier today, but it's, it's starting to climb back. Down, it's down about seventeen bucks, uh, seventeen eighty-two. I got silver kind of flat. It's down a couple of cents. I got a silver item and I got a gold item. I'm going to cover them right here at the top of the show, and then a little later in the show, I'll I'll let you know where we stand on these items because uh, I want to. It was just. See how many we sell because I, I could maybe come up with a third item, but it's it's only if uh, uh, I'm saving it for later. I think possibly if, if if it's available. But the two items I got are the ones you want. These are the you know, the third item is not something to wait for. It's it's the uh, if it's these things sell out and you don't get in quick, uh, I, I may have something else for you. But these first two items, uh, we stuff we've been selling. Uh, one's a gold item, one's a silver item. The uh, the twenty dollar liberties that Joe's been selling were at twenty ninety five. Uh, gold took a dip uh, of about, you know, it's, it's like I say, it's been down to about as, as much as twenty or you know, fifteen to twenty bucks. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sell what is available. We have twenty-five twenty-dollar liberties, and I just chopped twenty bucks right off the top. Uh, if, if gold starts climbing out, which it looks like it could start climbing out, I'll keep the price the same all day today, 
as long as they're available. There's 25 of these guys at 2,075, not 2,095, they're 2,075. And last week we ran these uh, AU Peace Dollars, and uh, we ran them at 680 bucks, and we just sold out, just blew through them. Uh, one of those items I wish we would have had a lot more of these. Well, we got more of them today. Now, silver is up since last week when we sold these peace dollars. Silver's up almost a buck an ounce. Uh, I am only going to move the price up a little bit, about 50 cents per coin on these. I'm going to sell rolls of AU peace dollars. It's the same condition, the high grade peace dollars. They were 680 last week. The, the, the best I can do today is 690 a roll. So silver's up a buck this week from when we sold these. I'm only raising the price by 50 cents, so yeah, you get you get an extra 50 cents your way. Uh, you know, I kind of I'm coming halfway. You guys come halfway. You get to, get to get to save some uh, based off this one dollar rise in silver this week. We got about 40 rolls of those. First come, first serve at 800 951 You got peace dollars at. $690 a roll, got 40 rolls of those, and we got 25 uh, $20 liberties at 2075 bucks at 800 951 When we get back from this first break, uh, I'm going to start playing some of this uh, about the Rothschild banking cartel. And as you listen to this, you can always think of these other families that are out and about. This, you know, these, the, the Federal Reserve was, was created in secrecy. With the Rothschilds at the helm of this thing, you have the, you had the Rockefellers, the J.P. Morgans, and a few other families meeting on the Jekyll Island uh, in, in 1910. And uh, this, this E.R. is going to cover all of this stuff. Uh, he's he's going to you're going to hear some things that maybe you've never heard before. Uh, and, and you know, let's face it: if we had a central bank that cared about the people, you know, I don't really want anybody having the power to control our money supply. But if you had a if you had a central bank, you had a, a private corporation that actually cared about the people more than their profits, then we, we you know, it wouldn't be such a problem. But when you hear the facts about these guys, what they are, what they've done, their history of, of what they uh, have done and what they attempt to do, this is why you buy gold and silver now is to protect yourselves from these schemes, these things these guys do. It's 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 sickening when you actually dig deep into, into what these uh, elitist families do. And uh, we're going to cover that coming on the other side of this break. You're going to hear, I'd say, a couple of segments of, of really good audio. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back. This is the Patriot Trading News Hour. The phone number to call, 800-951-0592. If you just joined us late, uh, I already put some specials out there. We had about 40 rolls of AU Peace dollars at 690, only up 50 cents a coin from last week when silver is up a dollar an ounce, essentially. And we have $20 liberties at 2075 bucks. We only have 25 of those, 800-951-0592. Uh, as I mentioned, I'm going to start. Uh, I'm going to play some some audio about the uh, the Rothschilds, and uh, you know when when they say they, when, when what are they doing to us? And I know some of this gets into politics. I don't think our politicians really make any decisions. I think they are controlled, and the Rothschilds being one facet of that. So let's listen to a little bit of this and enjoy uh, learning a little bit about these uh, these these banksters we all uh, dread and and don't like. 
Symbols are equally important in the Kabbalah and have been used as a method of conveying meaning and their secret teachings since its inception. Some of these symbols are widely recognized. For instance, the Kabbalah Tree of Life or the Sephirot, the Hamza, and perhaps most famously, the six-pointed star, the hexagram, or what is now referred to as the Star of David, and the symbol adorning Israel's flag. It is found in early texts of the Kabbalah, and its earliest Jewish association dates back to the Leningrad Codex of 1008. It is this six-pointed star that I would like to focus on now. For you see, it was not always a symbol of Israel, nor is it exclusive to Judaism. To understand the hidden history of this symbol, we must first journey to the year 1760 as Mayor Amschel Bauer returns to Frankfurt to take over his deceased father's business in money lending. Before his death and in his son's absence, Mayer's father had mounted a coat of arms on the front of the entrance to the counting house to honor its name. The sign features a hexagram against a red shield. It was because of this sign that Bauer changed his surname. Rot is German for red and Schild is German for sign. So he took the name and became known as Mayer Amschel Rothschild. As Mayer's business began to thrive due to his discovery of loaning money to governments rather than individuals, he enlisted Adam Weishaupt to create the Order of the Illuminati, which was completed and established on May 1st of 1776. Soon after, Weishaupt merged the secret doctrines of the Illuminati with the Continental Order of Freemasons, which was founded in 1717 and largely peaceful until this merge. He then went on to establish the famous Freemason lodges of the Grand Orient to be the Illuminati headquarters. In establishing this order, Weishaupt recruited 2,000 followers, including the most intellectual men in the arts, education, science, finance and industry. They were given the following instructions in order to gain control. Number 1. Use money and sex bribes to obtain control of men in high positions. Number 2. Colleges and universities were to cultivate students possessing exceptional abilities and train them specifically in internationalism. Number three, all influential people were to be used as agents and placed behind the scenes of all governments as experts and specialists. Number four, to obtain absolute control of the press. The drive for control and power soon began. Sending literature to Paris to provoke the stirrings of the French Revolution Adam Weishaupt's courier was struck by lightning, revealing the texts contained inside which outline plans to provoke such a revolution. The Bavarian authorities seized the text and the government published the details of their doctrines in a text titled The Original Writings of the Order and Sect of the Illuminati. Unfortunately, Europe did not heed their warning and the French Revolution took place which made the Rothschilds a lot of money due to the laws that limited Roman church taxes. In 1798, John Robinson, one of the leading intellectuals of his time and professor at Edinburgh University, published a book, Proofs of a Conspiracy Against Religions and Governments of Europe, carried on in the secret meetings of Freemasons, Illuminati and secret societies. Again, no one heeded Robinson's warning. 
1812, Mayor Rothschild died and laid out specific laws for the House of Rothschild, which are 1. Only males will enter the business. 2. Intermarry to preserve fortune. And 3. The eldest son of the eldest son is to become the head of the family. After his death, Mayer's children left Frankfurt and established banks in all major European cities. Nathan Rothschild moved to London at 21 where he established a banking house. During the Napoleonic Wars, the five Rothschild brothers worked to provide gold to both Wellington's army through Nathan in England and Napoleon's army through Jacob in France, thus establishing a formula they would retain until the present day. Exactly this fund both sides of each war and become rich in the process and aftermath. The Napoleonic War forced Britain and many other countries in Europe to borrow vast sums from the Rothschild Bank with interest rates they would never ever be able to pay back. Quote on screen says, who controls the issuance of money controls the government, Nathan Rothschild. Furthermore, they manipulated the stock market during the war, speculators would watch the value of Nathan Rothschild's British war bonds in an attempt to guess who would win the war. Shortly after the battle ended, and long before anyone else knew who was the victor, Rothschild began selling bonds. Everyone assumed this meant that Napoleon had won and Europe had lost. Panic selling followed, and when prices crashed, Nathan bought the majority of these bonds. The ownership of such high-value bonds meant that the Rothschilds literally owned the Bank of England. From that moment onwards, the interests of the British Crown and the Rothschilds became so entwined that the Rothschilds were given titles of nobility. Nathan famously said, I care not what puppet is placed upon the throne of England to rule the empire on which the sun never sets. The man who controls Britain's money supply controls the British Empire, and I control the British money supply. The Rothschilds used their control of the Bank of England to replace the method of shipping gold from country to country, and instead used their European banking network to establish a system of paper debits and credits, the same system we use today. At the end of this period, the Rothschild family controlled half the wealth of the entire world. During the 19th century, the Rothschilds took control over the financial operations of the Catholic Church worldwide and began setting up their banks in the United States. They also began to gain control in other areas of industry. In 1862, the Rothschilds used one of their own, John D. Rockefeller, to form an oil company called Standard Oil, which went on to dominate all competition and was funded to prominence by the Rothschilds. The Rockefellers would go on to lead oil, establish Big Pharma, and own all the major education systems, colleges in the United States. The Rothschilds' power and influence grew through the tentacles of each industry as planned with the establishment of the Illuminati. Towards the end of the 19th century, and before establishing their major dominant banking presence in the United States, the Rothschilds founded the Zionist Congress to promote Zionism a political movement with the sole aim of moving all Jews into a singular Jewish nation-state, and arranged its first meeting in Munich. The meeting was chaired by Theodor Herzl, who later stated in his diary, It is essential that the sufferings of Jews become worse. This will assist in realization of our plans. I have an excellent idea. I shall induce 
anti-Semites to liquidate Jewish wealth. The anti-Semites will assist us thereby in that they will strengthen the persecution and oppression of Jews. The anti-Semites shall be our best friends. The youngest son of Jacob Rothschild also visited Palestine during this time and supplied funding to establish the first Jewish colonies there. The Rothschild plan to establish Israel and its own Rothschild-owned country was underway, but it would not be until many years later that that plan came to fruition. Notice the hexagram on the flags at the Zionist Congress. In 1910, plans were underway in the United States to set up the Rothschild centrally owned bank, the Federal Reserve. The plans for a United States central bank were met with strong opposition from some of the wealthiest figures of the time. The three most important and powerful opponents were Benjamin Guggenheim, Isidore Strauss, the head of Macy's department stores, and John Jacob Astor, one of the wealthiest men in the world and good friend of genius inventor Nikola Tesla. Their total wealth at that time was $500 million, by today's standards that would amount to nearly $11 billion. The opposition did not last long, however. Conveniently for the Rothschilds, all three powerful opponents died aboard the Titanic when it sunk in 1912. Coincidentally, it was the Illuminati puppet J.P. Morgan who funded and built the Titanic and who was also extremely keen to establish the Federal Reserve. He cancelled his ticket on the Titanic at the last minute. Congressman Charles Lindbergh said the following after the Federal Reserve Act was passed in 1913. I'm going to read this. It says, The Federal Reserve Act establishes the most gigantic trust on earth. When the President Woodrow Wilson signs this bill, the invisible government of the monetary power will be legalized. The worst legislative crime of the ages is perpetrated by this banking and currency bill. A little bit more here. The system is uh, private, conducted for the sole purpose of obtaining the greatest possible profits from the use of other people's money. From now on, depressions will scientifically be created, like two conmen working a mark. The Fed made credit easy while establishment newspapers hyped the rich, that, that what riches could be made from the stock market. This is uh, Charles Lindbergh, a very staunch critic of the Federal Reserve when it was made, and after it was signed into law, continued to rail against it. And then, uh, of course, his family suffered like anybody that's against this uh, banking cartel. The last part of this statement is especially important. From now on, depressions will be scientifically created. Like two combem working a mark, the Fed made credit easy while establishment newspapers hyped what riches could be made in the stock market. Federal Reserve meant that the dollar could now be printed outside of the government's control. It would be used to drive economic war and depressions and was the perfect machine for eternal debt. Abraham Lincoln fought against the establishment of this method and began printing his own debt-free money what was termed greenbacks during the American Civil War. 
Similarly, JFK signed an executive order which returned the US government the power to issue currency, bypassing the Rothschild's own Federal Reserve. What do both of these presidents have in common? They wanted to print dollars for the American people against the wishes of the Rothschild system and both were assassinated. During World War I, we see the same Rothschild war formula play out. The German Rothschild loaned money to the German government. The British Rothschild loaned money to the British government. And the French Rothschild loaned money to the French government. During the war, and while Britain is considering Germany's offer of armistice, Louis Brandet, the elected leader of the Executive Committee for Zionist Affairs, sends a Zionist delegate from America to Britain, with the promise to bring America on the side of the British, provided the British agree to give the land of Palestine to the Rothschilds. How about that one? Yeah, we'll come back. We're going to hit the break. Uh, it's pretty interesting when you see uh, how the money uh, history is a little different than what we learn in the school books. We'll be right back. Uh, stay tuned. Patriot Trade News, I'll be right back. That's right. If you're uh, expecting the uh, the regular music, when I when I get the the helm of the Patriot Trade News Hour, I like to throw in a, a little bit of my music because uh, hey, it's, it, Joe's not here, and and uh, it's it's a different kind of show when a different kind of guy uh, does it. And uh, I'm doing a little history about the Rothschilds. Uh, very interesting stuff when you dig into it. Uh, but first, right before we get back with it, uh, we have a gold and a silver special. Uh, Arlene will uh, get, let you know the availability when you call in. The number is 800-951-0592. Uh, coming into the show, we had $25 liberties at $2,075. I knocked $20 right off the top of the price. Uh, looking at the price right now, gold is down about 20 bucks, Depending on which which site you go to, it's down about 17 18 bucks. So I just uh, I took the the available gold that that that's there and uh, just just chopped the price twenty ninety five not today it's twenty seventy five and if you missed those AU peace dollars last week uh, at at six eighty a roll because those things blew out uh, and people just bought tons of those uh, I do have more of those I have more of those and, and silver's up about a dollar an ounce from last week I only went up fifty cents per coin on this. Uh, Six hundred ninety dollars for a roll of peace dollars, so a little bit of an, a savings uh, with silver up about a buck an ounce from last week. Uh, Six hundred ninety bucks a roll. AU. These are AU, just like last week. Uh, really nice ones. They're not uncirculated, but they're not they're not the, the regular uh, grade ones that were spent heavily into circulation, like peace dollars are. You know, those peace dollars were all put in circulation. There wasn't any collector ones. There was no. Proof ones made the uh, an interesting interesting story on those coins or when they were made why they were made but uh, in AU a little harder to get than uh, the AU uh, Morgan dollars so uh, you can buy those uh, at six ninety a roll I had forty rolls coming into the show I don't know where we're at I don't have the uh, the luxury that Joe has uh, of uh, going into the Patriot office and finding updates I know that Arlene could call the uh, the radio station here I got Jack here and then I'll have Christina later to. To answer any updates, if we sell out, I'll let you know quickly. Uh, but you can call 800-951-0592 and get that silver or that gold. Uh, highly su- suggest you get as much as you can as, as this year starts to close out because things are uh, things are getting real out there, that's for sure. 
Let me go back. Uh, I'm going to go back, and we had just talked the uh, Rothschilds and their their influence upon the nations of the earth in World War One, uh, planning and setting up the country of Israel, which uh, you know one of those topics that people tiptoe around and because uh, you feel like you're going to be attacked if you say the wrong thing. Uh, facts are facts, you know. Uh, when bankers paid for a country to be set up, you know somebody had to pay for that. They didn't just say, "Oh, you know, hey, we're just going to go into this land and." And just let the Jews uh, have their have their country. There is uh, that, that's a lot of negotiation. There's a lot of, of wheels being turned, cranks being being pulled. So uh, let's listen a little bit more about uh, the Rothschilds and all their their plans leading up to today. The Rothschilds had interest in the Far East, and having their own governed state meant that they could own their own military, which they could use on any aggressor who stood in the way of those interests. In light of this. The British Foreign Secretary, Arthur James Balfour, drafted a letter which became known as the Balfour Declaration to none other than dear Lord Rothschild. It states that the British government would do all it can to help establish Palestine a national home for the Jewish people. In 1919, the Paris Peace Conference was held to discuss reparations that the Germans needed to pay to the victors of the war. The host of the conference was Baron Edmund de Rothschild. A delegation of 117 Zionists headed up by Bernard Barak brought up the subject of Palestine. The Germans felt betrayed as the nation had always had good relations towards Jews. The conference was also used by the Rothschilds to float the idea of setting up a world government called the League of Nations. Bernard Barak then went on to found the Council on Foreign Relations in the US. The first objective of the Council on Foreign Relations was to gain control of the press. This task was given to none other than John D. Rockefeller, who set up many national magazines such as Life and Time magazine. With the Rothschild's power presence now firmly established in the US, they soon began preparations for World War II. At the same time, Adolf Hitler, the Chancellor of Germany, was driving Jews out of governmental positions. A Rothschild puppet, Samuel Untermeyer, the head of American delegation and blackmailer of President Roosevelt, called for all Americans to destroy German-made products and thus began a large propaganda campaign. Once the effects of this boycott began to be felt in Germany, the Germans, who had demonstrated no violence towards the Jews up to this point, simply began boycotting Jewish stores in the same way the Jews had done to stores selling German products in America. This is the same year that President Roosevelt ordered the Illuminati Eye to be placed upon all new dollar bills, along with the Latin phrase Novus Ordo Seclorum, which means a new order of the ages. One year later, Swiss banking secrecy laws were reformed and it became an imprisonable offence for any bank employee to violate bank secrecy. This is all in preparation to cover the trace of the Rothschilds as they fund both sides of the war. You see, the Rothschild controlled US company IG Farben would go on to arm Germany in the war and produce Zyklon B, the lethal gas used in the concentration camps. The Rothschilds also financed American IBM, which provided the supply machines to the Nazis to produce the punch cards to help organize and manage initial identification and expulsion of Jews. The confiscation of their property 
and their eventual extermination. Interestingly, during this time, Prescott Bush, the father of President George Herbert Walker Bush, had his company seized under the Trade-In with the Enemy Act. Here's a quote from Prescott Bush, very interesting. Claim everything, explain nothing, deny everything. Prescott Bush, isn't that nice? One of those guys. He was funding Hitler from America while American soldiers were fighting against the Germans. The Rothschild's connection to Hitler may be more understated than initially realized. As Hans-Jürgen Kohler's Inside the Gestapo states, Adolf Hitler's grandmother Maria was a servant at the Rothschild mansion. You see, the war was very choreographed and had nothing but the Rothschild's interests in mind. As Zionist Isaac Greenbaum in a speech to the Zionist Executive Council put so succinctly, one cow in Palestine is worth more than all the Jews in Poland. This piece of propaganda was to scare Jewish survivors into believing their only place of safety was Israel. We're going to get to the next commercial break. Everybody stay tuned. we got a little bit more on the other side of this break. Uh, this is the Patriot Trade News Hour. Welcome back. Uh, this is the Patriot Trade News Hour. I'm guest host uh, Jason. I, I come on the show with Joe uh, Monday through Friday now. Uh, kind of look at myself as the Ed McMahon. Joe's always done a good show on his own, but I, I think uh, what I try to do is add a little bit of smart uh, commentary. Uh, and then, I, I, you know, I'm not a big numbers guy because I think the whole thing's so phony and fake. Uh, all the numbers are skewed. You know, when, when you'll hear a video like I'm playing today, it leaves you thinking how much is really reality and in, in what we hear and see on the news, uh, I would say almost none of it. And you have to really dig. You have to go look for this stuff uh, because if, if there's a moneyed interest controlling our media, for example, you're not going to get real uh, informative information that's, that actually tells you what's going on. So that's why uh, we do what we do here at 1360 KHC. Uh, these kinds of shows are all over the schedule. If you uh, you know, those of you listening outside of Colorado, uh, you can go to 1360khnc.com to catch any of the stuff that's uh, along the schedule. I mean, we have the, the half-empty cup of Joe, which I'm going to do an hour of that coming up after this show. I'm, I'm actually going to uh, bleed over some of this content into the first hour of the half-empty cup of Joe. I usually have Glenn Tate that comes on that show with uh, Joe and myself. But Glenn Tate is finishing up some, some things, some meetings that he was doing from last week. So I'm going to, if, you, if you're liking what you're hearing and you want to hear a little bit more of it, it gets a uh, Gets a little juicier in the, in the next hour, and I'm going to play a little more of this uh, Ewar's uh, content about the Rothschilds in the next hour, also. So, if you want to, after this uh, Patriot Trading News Hour, if you want to switch over to 1360khnc.com, if you have that ability, uh, you can switch over there and, and listen to a little more. And uh, yeah, that's it, it's interesting stuff. Interesting stuff. It's uh, you know, I, I didn't know any of this stuff just some scant years ago. And uh, I, I just w simply came from a, 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 a position of asking questions. I was always wondering why this, why that. I had a new baby son growing up, and I, I had bought a house, had a wife, 
trying to figure out how to make ends meet. And it, it seemed like the harder I spun my wheels, the more stuck in place I'd be. And I, I couldn't figure it out. It's like, what? I'm paying extra principal on my mortgage to get, get rid of debt. I'll make things easier on me. Uh, and, and then there's always some little emergency that happened. I have to go borrow some money from the parents or find a way to, to, to live even more uh, meagerly for a while to, to catch up. And then I started figuring out how important savings is. And then I started figuring out that someone's, you know, that, that inflation steals your savings and that inflation was a purposeful thing. And, uh, these sorts of things get you, get your mind asking more and more questions. The more, you know, the funny thing about truth is you'll never find out the truth about everything. It's never going to happen. You'll never know the truth about everything. Uh, almost everybody I've ever met, well, I'll say that everybody I've ever met in my life, uh, actually lies to themselves a little bit. This is just my, uh, my, my observations. It's a, it's a survival mechanism. Uh, it, it helps you deal and cope with the world around you that maybe some of the, the ways that you view yourself in the world around you is not exactly what the majority of people around you would see it. But you do that to, to protect your own psyche, your, your own understanding of the world. It makes you feel more comfortable in the world you're in because if you sit there and dwell on these, these dark things in the world constantly, you'll, you'll, you'll drive yourself nuts. Um, so people I've met uh, in, in throughout my life, you have people that seem to lie about everything. They think, they think they're, they're A, but they're actually B, or they think they're B and they're actually A. They're completely different. People that are lying to themselves 90%, lying to themselves about what's going on in the world, what the, who they are, the facts that are on TV, and what they think is true or not. And then uh, you got people that are a little more honest, and then the KHNC audience are more of the, uh, they, they lie to themselves quite a bit less than uh, the average Joe that I run into. And uh, lo love the uh, listeners and, and love what goes on here at this station, this, this real rare jewel of a station, 1360 KHNC. So I'm going to play a couple more minutes of this, uh, and we'll, we'll hit the silver special again on the other side of the break. But uh, uh, I got a little bit of John F., uh, John F. Kennedy speech coming in after the last bit of this and uh, some interesting stuff. So, so listen on. At the end of the war, in 1945, the Rothschilds not only profited significantly financially, but their vision of a League of Nations came to fruition with the establishment of the United Nations. British had stated that there would be no more immigration of Jews to Palestine in order to protect the Palestinians, but after the Second World War, the British transferred control of Palestine to the United Nations. The United Nations divided Palestine into two states, one Zionist and one Arab with Jerusalem to remain as an international zone to be shared by all religious faiths. In the years that followed, the Israelis launched a series of military assaults on the Arab Palestinians, causing a mass exodus. The Israeli secret intelligence agency, the Mossad, was formed. Its motto is, by way of deception, thou shalt do war. In 1948, the Rothschild bribed President Harry S. Truman with $2 million which they gave him on his campaign trail to recognize Israel as a sovereign state. The flag of Israel was soon revealed, which is none other than a blue version of the Rothschild red hexagram. And this is where the story just begins. Follow me to part six so we can take a look at the true meaning of this six-sided star. All right, there you go. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I don't want to. I got this uh, piece of uh, 
John F. Kennedy's uh, Secret Society speech, uh, it goes hand in hand with what you're hearing here. You have a president, John F. Kennedy, who uh, one of those one of those more elitist families. The Kennedys are an elitist family. Uh, his dad, Joe, was uh, very in, intertwined with uh, many of these guys. And uh, I think what happened with, with uh, Jack Kennedy is he got in there and uh, started seeing, you know, because once you're president, you, you know, you get, to, you get to see all this information. You have a, a more of an ability to, to know what's going on. And, and he decided to uh, go with his conscience instead of going with those that put him into power. So coming back, we'll uh, put that speech on the air and, and, and do a little bit more of the video. And then, like I said, coming into the half-empty cup of gel, I'll do a little more in the next hour. Hopefully be joined by Brian at some point uh, on the next hour. Stay tuned. This is the Patriot Trade News Hour. We'll be right back. Final segment on the Patriot Trading News Hour. Came on to the show with a couple specials. I'll run them one more time here. I might even run on the next hour. Who knows until we get them sold out. But uh, they, they may be sold out already. I haven't got the call yet, so I think there's some left. Uh, we have $20 liberties for $2,075. We were just running these for $2,095. Gold dropped a little bit today, and what we have, I, I dropped the price. So there you go. Uh, buy on the dips. Today, $2,075 on $20 Liberties. We had 25 come into the show, so I'm sure there's less at this point. We had 40 rolls of AUP dollars. Uh, these were offered last week, and we blew through them. Uh, we got another offering. It's uh, Once in a while, you'll get like that, that second chance, uh, and this is that second chance on those silver AUP dollars. Uh, they were 680 last week, but th- you know they're 690 this week, so it's like, oh, man, $10 more, but... That's pretty nice because silver's up almost a dollar an ounce from last week when we offered these. So a, a kind of an extra discount on these AUP dollars today at six ninety. So if you bought them at six eighty, this is one of those where you buy it on the way up, buy it on the way down sort of thing. I'm actually giving it to you in a cheaper price than last week, as uh, as per the silver spot price. Six ninety for a roll of piece dollars at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. That's eight hundred. Nine five one zero five nine two. I'm going to do this John F. Kennedy speech. I might just lead off the next hour with it uh, as we do more of this content. Here's a quote. The new world order worships Satan. That's Vladimir Putin. Let's listen to uh, John F. Kennedy. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. We decided long ago that the dangers of excessive and unwarranted concealment of pertinent facts far outweighed the dangers which are cited to justify it. Today, no war has been declared, and however fierce the struggle may be, it may never be declared in the traditional fashion. Our way of life is under attack. Those who make themselves our enemy are advancing around the globe. The survival of our friends is in danger. And yet no war has been declared. No borders have been crossed by marching troops. 
no missiles have been fired. If the press is awaiting a declaration of war, before it imposes the self-discipline of combat conditions, then I can only say that no war ever posed a greater threat to our security. If you are awaiting a finding of clear and present danger, then I can only say that the danger has never been more clear and its presence has never been more imminent. It requires a change in outlook, a change in tactics, a change in missions by the government, by the people, by every businessman or labor leader, and by every newspaper. That's going to do it for today. Remember the, the number, 800-951-0592. I'm going to lead off the sh- I'm going to get that whole piece in there to start off the uh, half-empty cup of joe. If you guys want to do it, switch over to 1360khnc.com, and i got a little bit more of the Rothschilds and, and some of the symbolism. Have a good weekend. Otherwise, guys, see ya. Tell them to do their dream.